Hi, this is Going Social Podcast, and today we go on, finally go on, with the second part of our exchanges overview. Today we're talking about cracking and hobby. But first, before we start, a friendly reminder. None of the things we say on our podcast is financial or investment advice. So, let's get started. Just a quick reminder what we're talking about here. First, we're going to overview both exchanges, like really briefly. Then we're going to talk about coins they offer and accept. Then about the fees they have. Also about their usability features, the app, the advantages, of course, and disadvantages of both exchanges. We're starting with Huobi. It is one of the earliest crypto exchange platforms in the market. It's been providing services since 2013. A mere three months after its launch, Huobi had a turnover of $4 billion. And in roughly a year, by 2014, Huobi had quadrupled this amount and made a mark on the Asian cryptocurrency market. Really impressive, isn't it? Then, by the end of 2013, Lian Li had the trading platform running in China. But after Huawei shifted its headquarters to Seoul, South Korea, after the ban in China, now it's still controlling its business worldwide from Seoul. In terms of Kraken, it was launched in 2013, and now it is the fourth largest exchange in the world. It is available in 48 US states and 176 countries. It was founded by a crypto enthusiast, Jesse Powell, who was prompted to create his own exchange after the infamous MTGOX security breach. What about the coins offered by the exchanges? Huobi accepts almost all cryptocurrencies as a deposit, which is 372 crypto assets in total. Besides, the exchange provides its users with an opportunity to make a deposit using credit or debit cards or even bank transfers. On the other hand, we've got Kraken currently selling 56 cryptocurrencies. The central end players can also buy and sell mana there if they so wish. Brave browser users can also trade their earned BAT or snap up some more. However, there are notable coins missing from the exchange and they include BNB and VeChain. As for the fees offered by Huobi, they do not have a specific withdrawal fee as they update it now and then according to the market. However, the exchange provides VIP membership that reduces the cost by up to 60% which is impressive and which is, of course, very pleasant for the user. You can also use the native token of the platform to slash the fee almost half by storing this token in your wallet and using it while making a trade or withdrawal. Kraken charges fees for a number of different things. First are the funding fees, which are fees for making deposits and withdrawals with both crypto and fiat, along with debit or credit card purchase fees too. Then there are trading fees. They are quite usual and implemented when your order is executed. Cancel orders have no fees. For instance, these fees normally fall in the range up to 0.26% of total value of your order and depend on various criteria such as currency pair being traded, 30-day trading volume in dollars, and whether the order is maker or taker. And there's also a minimum trade fee. Lastly, margin fees. If you're trading using leverage, you'll be subject to merger opening and rollover fees. Now moving to usability, an important thing to discuss while talking about exchanges. 
Huobi requires you to create an account and complete Know Your Customer verification process. It is a very advanced platform, therefore it also offers a virtual interface inclined towards beginners, which is a nice thing to do. Huobi has never lost a single Bitcoin or any currency at all, and they claim that your asset is highly secure under the top security concerns they have, and the platform has recently launched its user support, its user protection funds. In other words, Huobi has a really good reputation. As for Kraken, they have super clean interface and layout, which makes it one of the best looking exchanges, honestly. Beginners should find it less overwhelming than other offerings, with fewer charts, fewer graphs, and fewer buttons on the screen. As with the most other exchanges, you have to provide some information about yourself, like an official ID if you want to do anything more than the most basic traits. But once you pass, you know your customer checks, everything is clearly laid out and explained. Moving forward to the app, both platforms offer apps for Apple and Android users, but Hobby mobile application is ideal for those traders who would like to be able to trade while they are on the go and don't have access to the computer. The app is very well laid and it is relatively easy to navigate. It has quite the same functionality as the web platform and you can also do verifications and registrations straight on the mobile phone itself. Kraken mobile version is also very finger friendly and having said that, the app isn't available in certain countries including the US, unfortunately. Now advantages and disadvantages. First, Huobi. A huge plus, they offer user protection fund in case they are hacked and suffer any losses, and they maintain the right balance of advanced and easy-to-use trading platform. As for disadvantages, they offer a low patrol limit, which is further less in case you're non-verified, know your customer user. As for advantages of Kraken, it supports more than 50 cryptocurrencies, it supports fiat, and it allows you to trade over various exchanges through the CryptoWatch platform. As for cons of this platform, it provides limited customer support services. Not good, not nice, but still. And it doesn't provide a personalized wallet service, but has a digital wallet to store funds between purchases. This is basically everything we could have said about these two exchanges. If you haven't listened to the first part about Binance and Coinbase, please do so. There is some more extensive info on the exchanges themselves. And be waiting for the next podcast. Hope you had a good time with us. Stay tuned.